It's Cider Monday at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We've got Red Wings prospect Mo Cider for part one of a special two-part interview that will run over today and tomorrow. Today we talk with Mo about what he did during the early quarantine days, his go-to team in 2K, what he's learned playing in the SHL, his offensive approach, and a whole lot more. We'll get into his love for fashion, a reflection of draft day, and the energy that he brings to a locker room on tomorrow's show. But for now, enjoy this Monday edition of Lockdown Red Wings. Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Weapons. You guys listening to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Monday, November 30th, two thousand. And 20, and boy, do we have a special episode for you guys today. I told you last week when we only had two episodes, I said, hey, we're going to make it up to you. We're going to have four. We might have an interview. I didn't want to speculate. We did have an interview. It's Moritz Sider, Red Wings prospect. <laughs> Ever heard of him? I'm your host, Detroit sports writer Noel Bianchi. I've got longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith alongside with me. Ethan, what's going on? How's it going? We just wrapped up the interview, so if it feels like I'm talking a mile a minute, I am. Yep. It's okay. Riding the high right now. It was a great interview. I'd, I'd, this might be one of the most fun interviews I think we've had. Yeah. I mean, we talk, uh, I mentioned it in kind of the teaser to open the show, but we talk a, about a lot more than hockey. We talk about what he likes about living in Sweden. We talked about which video games he's playing. He said he's a big Warzone guy, big 2K guy, uh, got drafted by the Pistons in his my career. Uh, so we get into a lot of that outside of hockey too. And I think that was probably the, my, favorite part of it i mean there's a lot of things it was just it it felt more like a conversation than it does i know with a lot of these uh prospects coming up it's more i guess like canned answers and they have to be professional but maurice was really uh really relaxed i mean just as we were i mean it felt like more more of a conversation than anything i just i'm really happy with the way the uh interview went and basically how this wonderful sunday for us has started Yes, yeah, so we've got uh, part one coming today. We've got part two coming tomorrow for a Tuesday episode. We're going to skip Wednesday and then go Thursday, Friday to close out the week. So just a quick programming note on that. And then on tomorrow's show, we get into uh, a little bit more of the hockey stuff. We, get, we look into uh, the energy that he brings to a locker room, what role uh, he kind of plays. We talk about draft day. We talk about uh, superstitions, where he likes to go with Michael Rasmussen before games in Grand Rapids. Uh, and just a whole lot more. We got Tim Stutzler questions in there, Germany questions. Uh, I can't remember which episode those are going to fall in, so I guess just uh, stay tuned and figure that out. But for now, we won't waste any more of your time. We're going to get to the interview right now. Here he is, Moritz Sider, Detroit Red Wings prospect. With the sixth pick in the draft, the Detroit Red Wings select from Mannheim of the DEL, Moritz Sider. All right, at this time, we now welcome on the sixth overall pick in the 2019 NHL Draft, a Detroit Red Wings prospect and a defenseman for Rogel BK out of the SHL. He is Moritz Sider, and he is our guest of honor today at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Mo, how's it going, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty good so far. I'm really lucky playing games in, in in weird times so i'm really thankful um uh, yeah 
by by Rögle giving giving me a chance for uh, playing for them and playing in the SHL. It feels like a really like years since we've gotten to see you on the ice in Grand Rapids. Obviously, a lot has gone on in the world since then. Where were you hunkered down during the the lockdown? How'd you keep yourself busy? I know Ethan and I we were playing a lot of video games, some two K, some Madden, things like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was really lucky getting out of the U.S. Uh, when everything uh, yeah, you were. Yeah, got uh, got pretty bad. So that was that was kind of uh, yeah, a little bit freaky. But it was uh, it was uh, I was lucky to get out there because we had to I don't know cancel the rent within like 24 hours and, and empty the apartment and pack your suitcases and uh, try to get home. And um, yeah, and then I spent pretty much the whole summer in Germany uh, working out with my old team in Mannheim. And yeah, things went pretty well. I mean, it was kind of sad during the lockdown. You couldn't go anywhere, couldn't see your friends, but it was part of the part of the deal. And yeah, uh, I kept myself busy with playing. Yeah, a lot of NBA, 2K, um, some some FIFA here and there. Big Warzone guy too. Um, so nice. yeah, uh, video games uh, keeping me busy for sure. Yeah. What's your who's your team for uh, 2K? Yeah, that was so funny. I, that's actually so random, but uh, I got drafted by the Pistons. Oh, nice. <laughs> no way. Uh, that was so funny. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's so funny to tell, but I, uh, yeah, playing uh, point guard now for uh, the Pistons. you number 53 as a point guard too, or you have a little bit slicker of a number when you bring up the ball up the court? No, uh, definitely just going with the 53. Uh, it kind of looks a little awkward in the, <laughs> in the basketball jersey, but uh, yeah, you have to keep keep going with the flow for sure. Me and Ethan have like just recently been on like a 2K kick and we've been playing each other with uh, all-time teams and he just, he keeps beating me with Shaq and like the 03 Lakers and stuff like that. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta figure out a different strategy to, to beat him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, it's so fun, and, and it's isn't that crazy how realistic games are getting lately? And it's just so sick how the guys are pulling their moves and their signature moves. It's just so cool keeping keeping up these days. What do you think about two K and like EA Sports? Because they're two like completely different things. And I just every time I play NBA and like you're bringing the ball up the court, it's a critical moment. The crowd's going crazy. I'm just like, wow. I wish NHL felt anywhere near like the the. You feel like you're actually in the game when you play NBA. Yeah, it's so cool and uh, just the whole atmosphere and the, the whole story going on. It's pretty well produced. And but also I'm uh, I just here and there like the playing shell and just. Uh, keeping keeping up with all the other guys and it's 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 a little bit different playing hockey i think it's sometimes a little awkward but it's yeah. still so much fun when you play ultimate team and uh, it was really fun we had that one guy we known from like mutual friends and he was sending us our player card oh nice so, like we're, we're playing with a bunch of guys who have like their 99 player card and <laughs> it's just uh, it's just uh just almost cheating man you're just buzzing around <laughs> with your own guy and uh, you're just hitting everyone it's uh, it's pretty funny how cool is it that like you don't have to create your own player you just you're just in the game yeah so uh yeah it was uh, first of all a weird moment because like growing up you always watch the guys and in, in the nhl and, and you always select the coolest guys and and, and always try to to 
be like them or and and want to play with them and then have finally have you in the game uh it was a little weird watching watching your face on on the griffins and 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 on Mannheim last last couple of years but it's for <laughs> sure yeah, a really cool experience yeah how quick did you bump up your stats as soon as you got the game um i mean i usually don't uh, don't play myself in in nhl um yeah, I'm not a big of a, a franchise guy mode. I, it's uh, it's taken me too long. I just need to. I feel um, yeah. Yeah, just the, just playing with the boys and just chatting with them is probably more fun than actually playing the game. Right. And uh, so that's that's what I try to do. Yeah. All right, we'll get right back to the interview with Moritz Sider in just a second. But first, I got to talk to you guys today about Bill Go. And Bill Go wants to know what is your wall, Ethan? It's Sunday. What is your wall on Sunday? Um, probably just getting over the hangover for the weekend. Just waking up, I'd say, is probably the toughest part. And do you often feel like maybe your Sundays are a little bit wasted because you can't really get going and break through that wall? Yeah, yeah. My Sundays are usually spent on the couch. Boy, do I have some good news for you. That's because Built Go, whether it's a physical or mental wall, will help you break through it every single day. It comes in one-and-a-half-ounce packages. It's a workout gel. That gives you a little bit of kick. It's like a fiber energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster with a third of the caffeine and uh, much better results. They've got three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint. And why, Ethan, I bet you're asking, does Bilt Go work so well? Well, I'll tell you. It combines energy gel with collagen protein. And collagen protein, if you don't know, is fast absorbing. It gets into my system fast. It's easy on the stomach. Plus, Bilt Go is lighted with loaded with good stuff to ignite my work. Beta alanine, B3 honey, and a kick of caffeine. I want to get back to collagen for a minute, though. Promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. Folks, this stuff literally makes you look better. So go to BiltGo.com right now and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off of your next order. It's Cyber Monday. It's, you know, the holiday season. You're going to want to be able to scoop up some deals, save a little bit of money. Go to BiltGo.com. Use our promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off at BiltGo.com. Let's go. Sider's not going to back down. I asked him, I said, you ever been in a fight? He said, no, but I know I'm about to get into one, and I can't wait. <laughs> so you've been with Rogla for almost 10 games now. Uh, what's been so different so far about, I guess, just the way the game is in the SHL compared to the two re- leagues you've most recently played in, being the AHL and the DEL? Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Really, almost about uh, everything is about based on, on your skating abilities. Um, everybody can skate in this league, and it's freaking fast. And uh, really, really, yeah, talented, shifty forwards. They're super skilled, and, um, yeah, you have to be really careful how you're using your stick. Um, and, and you can just throw the body all over the ice because then you will get beat because of the big sheet. And that was the most challenging thing for me, adjusting my defensive game and just read the game when you're able to join the rush and, and creating space and yeah for your teammates. Um, but uh, all in all, I'm uh, yeah kind of split what I should like a little bit more the big guys or, or the small the small sheet in North America because I think I can take both both sizes to towards my advantage. Well, then too, I mean, like I'm sure you're you're picking things up in the SHL and that you'll be able to translate when you come back to North America as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just uh, always 
having a good gap and, and creating speed uh, out of your own zone, making quick decisions, um, that will help in, in, in North America for sure. And uh, yeah, I just try to adapt my game every, every single day in practice, um, elevate a little bit more uh, step by step and hopefully be NHL ready sooner rather than later. So you guys haven't played in two weeks, which must, you know, it must almost feel normal now. But for a hockey player trying to find like any sort of rhythm, it must be tough. Uh, how do you guys handle like the uncertainty that comes with playing during a season like this? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're just happy and, and thankful for for having a chance playing hockey, no matter what and uh, no matter what the situation is like. Because there are other players that don't even have a job right now, and uh, they're they're waiting, and um, they're probably having a lot of other issues to to fighting with. So um, yeah, I think we just uh, try to push ourselves every day in practice and use every opportunity to get better. And um, yeah, spend the quality time in the locker room. I think that's one of the coolest things as a hockey player. And um, obviously, uh, playing a lot of games, it's it's always nice too. Was, is there any sort of, like, thing that's missing from the actual, like, experience of being a hockey player? Like, obviously, you guys can't, you know, go out or hang out too, in public places after the game. But I guess just being in the locker room, hanging out with the boys, like, has that changed at all? Is there any restrictions on kind of how that goes? I mean, sure, you keep your distance even even you try in the locker room because, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some rules um, during the game and, and intermissions. Some, some guys have to sit and... Uh, on stools so to keep the distance because they're um, I don't know in the SHL they have like a special um, TV right that it can show the locker room in intermission so it's not looking very good if everybody sits on top of each other and and uh, yeah so we we try to keep our distance and try to come in late um, for meetings too that we don't hang around each other too much and just uh, yeah try try to stay professional even outside from hockey so um yeah, we've taken a lot of steps back from like the, the normal life, but also um, just the, the ability for playing games and, and yeah, earning some money is also a, a really important thing in life too. Cash and checks. And you don't have anything to spend it on right now, which is the best part. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's uh, nice. I mean, you, you're picking up your, uh, your cooking skills quite a lot. You, you don't go out uh, for dinner as much as before. So um. Yeah, it's nice and just uh, having sometimes a couple teammates over and just having some dinners and it's it's really nice to spend some quality time like that. What are you making? What's your uh, what's your signature dish? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really care. I'm, uh, like to mix in a lot of a lot of fresh stuff. Um, yeah, just usually I go just try to make make the recipe as as good as I can and always try new things um, here and there. I don't know, like to mix in some vegan things too, just uh, keep the body healthy. And it's, uh, I don't quite have like the, the favorite go-to dish right now. It's very interesting how uh, like conscientious, like your generation of player, and even like this is something that I guess was started maybe in like the Sidney Crosby generation of player and on, like I feel like it's just continued to be an evolution of, players taking care of their bodies, players looking up, you know, different ways just to, just to get that bit of an extra edge. How much do you prioritize that? Obviously you said you try to go vegan a couple times uh, a week here and there, maybe something like that. 
um, and just keep trying to find new ways to keep your body fresh and healthy. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's the biggest challenge for yourself because you want to be uh, the guy who's out there in important situations um, in key moments. It's a, it's a tight game. You want to be the guy who maybe makes the difference and you want to be the guy the coach is giving trust to and you try everything in, in your own personal uh, ability to, to make that self uh, in the best way you can do it. So, yeah, always try new things and uh, sometimes it's just about nutrition. Sometimes it's about sleep and naps. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of things we can learn uh, on a daily basis. Yeah. Just got to jump in here again real quick to talk to you guys today about Bill Barr. That's right, the Improved Built Bar. It's even more delicious, sir, with 18 new amazing flavors than ever before. They've actually got six new flavors, 18 flavors in total. Pardon me, but the six new flavors, Ethan. Get a load of this. Caramel brownie, delicious. Cookies and wow. cream, amazing. Cherry barcia, delectable. Lemon almond cheesecake, scrumptious. Carrot cake, tasty. Apple almond crisp, wonderful. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than the products that these folks are bringing to you right now. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. If you're sick of going to the gas station and paying five bucks for a chalky protein bar that doesn't taste very good and only kind of gets the job done and is loaded with carbs, you are going to want to head to BuiltBar.com right now because their bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew, and they're great for the health-conscious guy because they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. If you're on the keto diet, this is the bar for you. If you're just somebody who likes to kind of, uh, you know, vaguely avoid carbs like yourself, not, maybe not necessarily going to a full-out diet standpoint, this is the bar for you. Uh, and if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, You'll get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. So I was watching a video on Rogo's website from about four weeks ago. You had a couple of days off and uh, you said you were taking time off to like walk around the city and whatnot. Uh, like what do you find most interesting about living in Sweden so far? And uh, how is it different from any other place that you have lived before? Um, yeah, it's a nice little town here and you can walk everywhere pretty much. So um, that's kind of a nice thing. You figure out the, the places you go to pretty pretty quick and pretty uh, easily. So you have your favorite spots to go to and it's uh, easy to choose from. And um, yeah, everything is close by. That's what I like. You, uh, If you want to, you can walk for groceries too. So um, that's a really nice thing I appreciate about here and just being so close to the ocean. Uh, it's a nice uh, special too i think it's a nice uh a bonus too so um yeah that's really cool thing and just uh, yeah i know having having uh, maybe a, a really cold winter uh too it's it's something new for me because in man and we don't have uh, snow at all so uh, that was a cool thing in, in michigan too man going out and uh, finally having snow in december and uh, yeah, it was actually a little bit snowing here today too. So it was kind of like a Christmas feeling for the first time. What did you do uh, in the snow in Grand Rapids when you saw it for the first time? Did you go out sledding? Uh, no, actually I was kind of freaking out because I didn't have my winter jacket yet. Um, oh, no. <laughs> my, my dad was bringing it the, the other week. So I was uh, low-key freaking out and uh, I thought about just getting a new one <laughs> that, at that time. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting just uh, having a, yeah, I don't know, 
low low uh, low degrees and just uh, spending some time in, in the snow was uh, kind of cool too. Now you've got uh, seven points in eight games so far with Roba, and we I, I've been on this podcast before tr- trying to tell these uh, NHL prospect writers to put some respect on your offensive upside. What feels different for you when you're on the ice this year on the offensive, either with the puck or without? Um, I mean, I'm just enjoying myself uh, playing playing with an experienced guy, with Eric Jelina, who uh, also played a couple years in the NHL and uh, also in the AHL and uh, great overall experience. I mean, he played in Russia too, so he knows what he's talking about and just having that kind of guy on my side I think allows me to to join up a little bit more and just take a couple more risks. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I was coming from a different situation when I first got drafted. Um, I was kind of like the 70, um, just rotating in. Um, and at that point, you don't want to fuck up anything. You know, you're, you're happy that you have your spot and you're, you're happy uh, that you have some ice time and you just uh, want to keep building on that. So um, yeah, for now, I'm, I'm taking a bigger responsibility and a bigger, um, yeah, even bigger expectations on myself. And I want to help the team win. So, um, yeah, things have changed a little bit. And now, I, I, I mean, I'm picking up my game a little bit too. All right. We, uh, we're going to start a hashtag here. Hashtag destigmatize most siders offensive upside. Because uh, we love what you've been, been bringing. We've seen a lot of the highlights. What do you like about playing on the power play uh, a lot? I know you've been getting a little more opportunity over there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just nice setting up a place for your teammates, kind of being the quarterback there and just uh, finding finding the open guy. Um, I mean, I would describe myself more as a pass-first-to guy, and uh, I like open the, the, the holes in, in the defense and open up, um, yeah, space for my teammates. And it's just uh, nice just, uh, yeah, passing all over to the one-timer side, and it's always nice. Uh, yeah, getting getting time on the PP. I mean, that's I think what every hockey player is uh, looking for in your game, and uh, I'm really happy having that chance. All right, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, hope you've had an excellent Cider Monday here at the Lockdown Runners podcast. And is there like a, isn't there a Tuesday deal thing too? I don't know if I'm misremembering that. Isn't there like some sort of tricky name, tricky Tuesday? Yeah, uh, that's, we could do, we can just call consumerism, it that. I was trying to... Consumerism Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, buy Stuff Tuesday. Yeah, Buy Stuff Tuesday. Uh, Tantalizing buy... Deals Tuesday. Yes, I think that's actually what it is, uh, the national holiday. Tune back in tomorrow. We've got the other half of a terrific interview with Mo Sider. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We know you'll enjoy tomorrow's episode. So we'll see you right back here. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. You're locked on Red Wings. Your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.